It's anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo. Brand new Hollis Brown, Down on Your Luck. We've got a fantastic new album out called Ride on the Train. Who The single was in my top singles of the year last year. And the album should be in the top uh, 12 albums this year. Is, is there, you know, it's funny. We're already into, uh, we're already in the end of March. And I've already got four albums that are going to be in my uh, top 12. This is going to be, I already got four already in it. I mean, you guys are in it. Tegan and Sarah are in it. Wildlife's in it, and this uh, band from um, Monmouth County, New Jersey, Ed Tang, is already in it. So let's welcome to your radio dials some guys from Hollis Brown. We got Mike and Mike. <laughs> Not to be kindly. confused with the morning show that's on the uh, ESPN radio. <laughs> no, no, no. We got Mike and Mike of Hollis Brown, which is more important than sports. It's rock and roll. Amen. That's it. Good to be here. Hollis Brown, of course, the first thing anybody thinks of when they think of Hollis Brown, they think of Bob Dylan, the album Times They Are Changing. They think of the ballad Hollis Brown, which, by the way, is not a positive, happy yeah, song. Yeah, it's not the happiest of it's songs. Not the, but, uh, it's not you know. the happiest of tunes. It's about a, a guy in yeah. South Dakota who um, kills his wife and his five children yeah. with a shotgun because... They can't make any money. He can't, his farm is bad, which is almost weird that that song is like from 1962. That right. here it is, 50 years later. Still it's relevant. almost it's completely relevant. Yeah. So why Hollis Brown? If you guys are not depressing, guys are gonna kill somebody. Yeah, we're not really depressing. It's funny we we were throwing around ideas for song names for a while, and it was just. We knew that like the Rolling Stones, they picked it off of a song, so we knew we just wanted to find a song and do it. We had like a Mother's Little Helper for a while, which was like the Stones one or whatever. And then somebody and we just couldn't we couldn't seem to find one that we all liked and I think we were just fed up with trying and somebody just said, How about Hollis Brown? And we're like, Yeah, it's a cool riff, let's do it, you know? And then we thought we would change it at some point, but we uh I don't know, we can't seem to shake it, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I always thought it was a cool band name. I kind of it is a little sadder and more depressing than I guess we are. But I like. <laughs> but I guess we are. By the way, not completely that we are. I yeah. guess we are a little less depressing than that. But I do like the imagery of what the song creates and what it means. And in a way, I think that that kind of fits us a little bit of the country rural vibe. Yeah, I also like the fact that it's uh, someone's name. You know what I mean? And it's none of our names. So it's kind of uh, it gives us our own identity almost, which I think is cool than just some. Now you guys, you guys do a lot object. of touring. So to, when the show's over, does somebody comes up up to you, Mike, and say, "Hey, are you Hollis Brown?" Yeah, or, it happens all, all the, the time, time. Actually, yeah, people are, are you Hollis Brown or some Hollis or like. I always like to see like exactly how much somebody knows about it. Like if they think, "Oh, you guys named yourself after that Bob Dylan song," it's almost like I want to see how much they know. Like, "Oh yeah, well you know what album it came off of," or you know exactly what they know about it. Yeah, people. Some people, a lot of people know it actually, but Although some it people is a, don't. It's regarded as one of Dylan's. I mean, it's early in Dylan's career. Right. It's on the what, second, third album. Yeah. And it's you know, the story is you know is pretty intense, and yeah. Dylan, of course, is one of the greatest songwriters. Well, that ever. whole album is great, and we were on like a big Dylan kick at the time, so it made sense. But... Now, have you guys ever covered that song? No. <laughs> We've never covered that song. It actually be kind of cool to do. It's just, uh, I think with our arrangement, maybe it's not, I don't know, we'd have to like rock it out and turn it into like a, a barn burner or something, you know? No, but the, I guess there has been a bunch of versions of that. I mean, 
God forbid, who do you the blowfish did a version of it? It's what I recall from one of those Dylan tributes, right? Get out of here. But they did. They did the blowfish. Yeah. Uh, who do the blowfish did a version of it? Um, <laughs> and then the most recent on that other Dylan album, there's the uh, Against Me did a version. I of was it. gonna say, I think that one was kind of the nail in the coffin for covering that song. I think once those guys did that one, I don't know for some reason I feel like uh, it's just done. That song <laughs> cover wise, you know, those guys did the last one that would be legit. But one of the coolest, coolest versions of the Ballad of Hallis Brown is by Nina Simone. So why don't we play that right now? Nina Simone, the Ballad of Hallis Brown on Anything Anything. Hollis Brown, he lived on the outside of town. Hollis Brown, he lived on the outside of town. With his wife and five children in his cabin broken down. Well, he looked for work and money and he walked a ragged mile. Yes, he looked for work and money, walked a ragged mile, yeah, yeah. His children are so hungry, don't know how to smile. Yeah, yeah. The rats have got your flower, bad blood has got your mare. Rats have got your flower, bad blood has got your mare. Is there anyone who knows? Is there anyone who cares? So you pray to the Lord above, please send your friend. Yes, you pray to the Lord above, please send your friend. Pockets tell you that you ain't got no friends Until ass is turning black There's no water in your well Your grass is turning black There's no water in your well You'll spend your last long dollar On a seven shotgun shells Baby's eyes look crazy to tugging at your sleeve. Your baby's eyes look crazy to tugging at your sleeve. You walk the floor and wonder why with every breath you breathe. The rats have got your flower, bad blood has got your mouth.
Anything, anything on Rich Russo, Nina Simone covering the ballad of Hollis Brown. And we're here with Mike and Mike, not the ESPN guys, the guys of Hollis Brown. Give us how the band works. Like, how did it start? Like, what was the genesis of the band? Is this from three or four other bands combined? You guys all went to high school together. What's the, give us the backstory of the band. You're in an elevator. Give us the elevator pitch. Well, I guess Brown. it's kind of all of that, really. We, uh, myself and John Benia, who's the guitar player in the band, we went to high school together in Queens, New York City, and we played in a band that was after high school. You know, we formed a band, and we call it Hollis Brown with an E. You know, we were like Hollis Brown, but we don't want to be Hollis Brown the song. We kind of wanted to be our own like Beatles twist, I guess. So we added an E, but it was kind of just us. We were just playing like clubs. We would like sl- sneak into like CBGBs and try and get through a set and throw up on stage and do stupid stuff. You know, we didn't really. We weren't. We didn't have much direction at the time, so that kind of fell apart pretty quick. Uh, but one of the shows we did play, um, Mike Graves here, he was the drummer of another band that was playing at the time. At CBGB. At uh, Kenny's, Kenny's Castaway, and they were called Blow Up Daisy. And so he saw us played, and then you know whatever we went our separate ways. And I think uh, he saw us on Craigslist, mm-hmm. and we we were looking were you for a drummer. Trolling for like. Intimate encounters or something? Um, you know, like, seeing what, what I can find. You never I know. Craigslist gonna... is only for like you know, random sex acts. This Chris, was, uh, Craigslist is to find bands. This is <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a few years ago, so I think it was you know, Craigslist still had a little bit of its innocent shine, maybe. 
But yeah, I was I came up playing in a, a New Jersey band, Blow Up Daisy. I grew up in Jersey. What part of Jersey? Uh, Bergen County, Ultapan, not too far from here. And uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. And we all like all the bands I was in and that we played with. We all wanted to basically like be Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. We loved grunge, but we'd come in the city and play shows once in a while. And yeah, we wound up sharing a bill with that incarnation of Hollis Brown. And they really blew me away. They were the best band that played that show that night, and I always remembered them. So yeah, when I was looking for a new band that you know was gonna try to pursue a career a little bit more, and I saw them, I was like, oh, awesome! And I thought it was a lucky, lucky break. And I emailed Mike, and he remembered me, and uh, we got together, and you know, then I joined. We had a little following going, and our manager, um, his cousin is from. He, our manager's from Cleveland, you know. We got a little following out there, doing pretty good. So uh, one of his cousin is a bass player, and we happened to need a bass player at the time that was, you know. So your manager has a relative in the band. Right. He's so a, you feel that that, like, because there's times where the band wants to be separate from the manager right. and maybe have dialogue about the manager or about, you know, direction of the manager, or maybe things that the manager wants you to vote on. Do you feel that puts you at, like, like having a spy in the house of love? No, absolutely not, actually. It's kind of weird <laughs> because it's, you would think that, but it's literally not that way at all. Or he's just a really good actor. Yeah. We ha- we have a pretty unique thing with our with Albert. He Albert's our manager, and he you know we all came up together, and he's really almost like a fifth member of the band. We don't really do too too much you know behind the back conspiring or anything. And having Dylan be his cousin, uh, you know what? I wouldn't say there's any uh, family love lost or anything like that. They're they're both pretty legit business guys when they need to be. Hey, we're here with Hollis. We're here with Mike and Mike from Hollis Brown. Tell us a big gig coming up. Saturday night at the Mercury Lounge. So tell us about Gypsy Black Cat. It's one of my favorite songs on the record. Uh, Gypsy Black Cat is, um, it's kind of a story almost about um, just changing and, and moving on, but still being there for someone. And it actually was inspired by my girlfriend, actually, who she's like obsessed with cats. Like, you know. And she's she a gypsy? Saves, yeah, and she's Romanian, so she's a gypsy, kind of. <laughs> so, um yeah, that's where that, you know, it all just kind of morphed into one thing about, you know, like the first lines are, I think I'm going away, Ma. I think I'm going to what I need. Kind of like, you know, I'm growing up. I'm getting out there on my own here. And and um, it's kind of a, a, a journey tale, I suppose, you know, but I'm still going to, you know, if you ever need me or if you're ever walking down the road with nowhere, you know, nowhere to go, I'll still be there for you type of thing. So it's, it's, so kind it's of a love about, song to your girlfriend. No, yeah, in a way, it's weird. It's kind of like a love song to my girlfriend, but it's also about um, mo- moving on with a new chapter in your life and not forgetting the old chapter as but well. But she's still here. So this is like a pre-breakup song? No, she's still here. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. if you said it's like a moving on song, so is it almost like you're ending the relationship in the song? And the black cat means bad luck. So is that no, where we're going with thinking, this? You're thinking too much into <laughs> it, man. You're putting way it's, too it's much like thought. You're moving on together. In life, we're getting older together, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Good save. Yeah, you're, sa- you're saving your uh, fellow bandmates. It's funny, like I, Mike. <laughs> honestly, I've played a lot of music with a lot of people, and this guy is one of the best songwriters I've ever known. And it's like uh, kind of a privilege and a treat to like when this guy comes and he's like, "I got this new song," and you hear it and you kind of see what it means. And it's like at this point, we've known each other for a pretty long time, so. I feel like with a lot of these songs, I kind of know where he's coming from and what the song is about. 
so it's it's really cool to like see it from that angle and see what he means but uh now nah, mike and dre are staying together for a good long time to come it's definitely <laughs> yeah. not a breakup song since you guys are sitting here mike's holding a guitar why don't we uh decide for ourselves what the song gypsy black cat's about here we are right now anything anything hollis brown live in studio I'm going away, Mom. Think I'm going to what I need. I won't take it for granted. Like all the things that you have seen. If you're walking down the road. When the way you go, you're floating on the sea. You could count on me. I met a girl, she's quiet. Her daddy used to beat her good. A gypsy needs a black cat. Sad man needs a woman too and If you're walking down the road When the way you go You're floating on the sea You could count on me I hope one day I love her I hope one day she'll Down the road, when no way you go, you're floating on the sea. You could count on me. A gypsy needs a black cat. Sad man needs a woman too. Anything, anything, I'm Rich Russo, Hollis Brown, live in studio. Mike and Mike from Hollis Brown, live in studio. Big gig coming up Saturday night at the Mercury Lounge in New York City. You want to see these guys live. They are fantastic. You will dig them. The record, Wide on the Train, is a fantastic record as well. Go buy it. And I just heard live version of Gypsy Black Cat. And, you know, because, um, yeah. you know, there are so many good Gypsy songs. So you can play. I mean, yeah. it's signed to the Gypsy Queen by April Wine. I mean, we could play uh, Gypsy Tramps and Thieves by... Um, was that Sunny and Cher? Cher just but, showing no, off there, Rich. But there's, no, no, but there, there's the, the best version of a song with Gypsy in the title, maybe Gypsy Black Cat, is Phantom Helmsman, which is a band from Chicago Jeez. that actually covered the song Gypsies, Tramps and Thieves, which if you know part of the lyrics of that, 
Cher, the character who's the gypsy, yeah. gets pregnant by, like, I guess a um, civilian. And I guess the father wants to kill him. When Phantom Helmsman did this song, they didn't change any of the gender. Really? <laughs> so at one point, the guy goes, I'm on a girl in trouble, and he's the girl in trouble. So maybe you should play you that. To, you have to play that now. I actually admire that. It's, for me, it's a weird pet peeve when people cover a song and change the gender. I hate that. Well, they don't change the gender in this one, as we just talked about. Let's play the Phantom Helmsman, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves right now on Anything Anything. We're here at Alice Brown.
Anything, anything, I'm Rich Russo, Rosie Galan with The Drifter and The Gypsy. Rosie Galan, of course, was on the show a couple years ago. Now our music's in TV shows and commercials and movies. We're here with the guys from Hollis Brown. We have a big gig coming up, big record release gig coming up Saturday night. The Mercury Rounds come out and check that out. And guys, I mean, is that something you guys want to get into? You want to get into, like, having your songs in, like, movies and TV shows or late night shows? What are you guys, what are you guys thinking? One of our dreams is to play Letterman and to play It's Raining Men with Paul Schaefer because he wrote the song. He did write that And song. not many people know that he wrote the song. So we always thought it would be funny yeah. and not change the gender. Kind of like that Phantom Helmsman song we just played a couple minutes ago. Last week we had Wildlife on the show and um, put him on the spot by having them do a cover that I had thought of, which was Letter Dance by the Bobby Fuller Four. And I gave him a couple minutes, went back, they learned and they nailed it last night. So... Since you guys are talking about It's Raining Man, and you guys said you've always, you always were going to cover that song on Letterman, you're kind of on a late-night New York City institution, which is anything, anything. Why not do It's Raining Man right now? I don't know it. Let's Shit. do it. <laughs> we haven't learned it yet. You're going to learn it right now. Mike the drummer can pull up the tabs and the lyrics on his iPad right there, and Mike, you're sitting there with the guitar. You can just play it, so I'll give you guys like maybe two seconds to look that over. Mike, you're pulling it up, and we'll um, have Hollis Brown in studio covering It's Raining Men, which I guess is like a self-fulfilling prophecy for them as I'm stalling for them as they're pulling it up. They're giving me the kind of nod that they're getting close to getting ready as they just got this unbelievable, like, devious kind of nervous look on themselves right now. Anyway, this is Anything, Anything, I'm Rich Russo. We're here at Hollis Brown, and we're going to put him on the spot right now, <laughs> I they're going to try to attempt, or at least Mike, uh, Mike Montali on guitar is going to try to attempt. It's raining, men. Who knows what's going to happen? It's free form, baby. Here it is right now. <laughs> anything, anything. Let's try this. Humidity's rising. Barometer's low. According to our sources. The streets are the place to go Cause tonight for the first time Just about half past ten For the very first time in history It's gonna start raining men And it's raining men Hallelujah, it's raining men Oh, oh, oh. 
my God. Yeah. They, they, Done. There you go. <laughs> on, on the spot. Hollis Brown covering the Weather Girls, written by Paul Schaefer. So we do it, rack them up and we knock them down. <laughs> it's Raining Man, one of the more unique covers in the history of the Anything Anything radio program of all the live bands we've had up here. Pretty commendable. <laughs> I will uh, give you, you guys full-on credit for that because unless you guys are the biggest you know, actors in the world, there is no way you would have known that we would have had that whole story where it would have set up into gypsies, tramps, and thieves, and gender changes and all that, into Letterman, into your moment on Paul Schaefer, and then for me to, for you guys to be ready with it's running man. So to be able to do that on the fly is pretty commendable. I feel like that's the beauty of anything, anything right there, in a nutshell. That is, that is the beauty of anything, anything. When, a, when you can have a serious rock band play, it's raining, man, out of, right. out of thin air. Big gig coming up, Saturday night, Mercury Lounge. Go check them out. Album release for the album, Ride on the Train. Will this album be available on vinyl? Yes, absolutely. This record is on vinyl. Will we be able to get it at yeah. the Mercury Lounge? Available Saturday night. Mercury Lounge, yep, absolutely. Online at our website. Uh, I guess on iTunes, you can download it. Everywhere. Now, Hey Baby, which is the... Is that a bonus track? What is that? Yeah, Hey Baby is a bonus track. That, but is it going to be on? Is it it's a not on track the vinyl. in the vinyl? No, it's not so on the me, vinyl. So let me let me give all. you a little grief here. As you sit in the room, <laughs> right. that is surrounded by vinyl, right? And a lot of quality vinyl. It's like if you've ever seen the movie High Fidelity. It's like we're sitting in John Cusack's apartment here right now. This is this is the most vinyl I think I've seen in any single place, other than like a record shop. Seriously, so there's a lot of. I'm, I'm going to give you guys grief. You know, I'm still going to be a fan of you guys, and I still right. respect your artistic music, and you guys are going to be huge, and I'm, you know, we're going to laugh at this interview years from now. And so you go through, you're going to press a vinyl album, and we know vinyl is important, and we know that vinyl sounds great. Record Store Day is coming up in a couple weeks. It's very important that people go out and buy physical albums. All these cool bands release special vinyl releases, yeah. which is great. And I respected the fact that you guys laid out the money because it's not cheap to press vinyl these days. And it costs five, six bucks each. And you got to sell it for 10, 12 bucks, 15 bucks. I get it. I'm, I completely commend it where you can press a CD for 49 cents. Completely understand it. Completely get it. But how can you guys possibly release vinyl, but yet put the incentive extra track on something other than the vinyl. Like, um, why isn't that like your trade in vain was the hidden no, no, track I know, on London we, Calling. I know what you're saying, and you, by the way, have done London and Calling I, yeah, at clubs before, right? Yeah, the, and the, I have Astro London World. Calling the vinyl. But, um, like, what are you doing? Honestly, here? it had to do with uh, the amount of time that is allowed on, a, on the vinyl. We were going to overrun it, so we couldn't necessarily fit it A, which is, you know. Oh, it's okay. Not, so uh, we didn't have enough time to put that song on the vinyl. But also, you know, it's a digital age, man. You're trying to get the digital downloads up. <laughs> yeah, but what, so so you what? So you're gonna make my fans who buy vinyl, where you make more profit on the vinyl, and you get people to touch the vinyl, feel the vinyl, feel a connection to you, read the liner notes, know about you guys, and then all of a sudden they're gonna be like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like I like this band so much. Now I've got to. Well, you know what? I've been waiting about 15 years to actually be able to say this in my life. 
It's not our fault. It's the record label's fault, okay? <laughs> Don't blame us. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, well, since you guys are here, let's It was do... timing, though, seriously. The timing, you know, it was only a second. Well, you know, why you guys, because since you guys were here and you guys got instruments, I want you guys to play. So why don't you guys, can you work up Hey Baby? Maybe yeah, do like sure. a yeah, little just, acoustic version of Hey yeah, Baby, which definitely. is, by the way, the bonus track that's not available on the vinyl, <laughs> which is very frustrating to me, but we're going to let you slide, but now we're going to have an acoustic version of it that's different than the version that's not on the vinyl, that's on the deluxe CD iTunes edition. But we'll at least have an acoustic anything, anything version that maybe at some point, if I like you guys next year, when I press a seven inch or something, maybe I'll put this nice. on it cool. to make up for the fact that you didn't put it on the vinyl record. This Hey Baby that we're about to do is going to be for you what Dave Grohl's acoustic Everlong was for the Howard Stern show. Remember that? That's what <laughs> okay. we're about to do okay. here. That's what we're about to do. I like that. And there we go. So we're here at Hollis Brown, and they're going to uh, do the bonus song, Hey Baby, live in studio right now on Anything, Anything.
Anything, anything, I'm Rich Russo, Bruce Channel, with a song, Hey Baby, after we heard a live version in studio of Hollis Brown doing Hey Baby. Kind of like that. Song ended right into, right from a live song, right into uh, Bruce Channel's Hey Baby. Hollis Brown been with me for a while now. Fantastic, fantastic local band. Check them out. Saturday night, Mercury Lounge, brand new album, Ride on the Train. Get it there on vinyl. Get it on iTunes. Just get it. It's a fantastic album. It's an honor having these guys up. This can be one of the biggest bands to come out of New York City in a long, long time. And it's been an honor to have them up here. And hopefully uh, when they get really, really big, they'll come up here again. Yeah, for sure, man. Play just wanted gigs. to say uh, thanks again for uh, having us out and for pretty much just coming to a show and seeing us play and then inviting us here. You know, you, you rarely see someone in the business who's still, you know, Loves it and seeks things out like that, so it's no, much it's, respect for that. You know, listen, I truly consider it an honor to to be here. Seriously, well, I, no, I consider it. I think it's great. You guys are, you know, a fantastic band. It's Thank you. fantastic, fantastic band. See them Saturday night. Anyway, let's uh, close out tonight. It's been a great show. I want to thank everybody for listening. I thanks Hollis Brown for uh, sitting in and kind of co-hosting with me a little bit since Greg is. Uh, down in Atlanta for the premiere of the film he did with Driving and Crying. He'll be back next week for what can only be said as an Easter extravaganza, I guess. Anyway, uh, Joe Barbera of the Hanna-Barbera Cartoon Empire's birthday is today, so I think it'd be fitting if we close out with this song, which actually, when I had a radio show in college, which was very similar to this show, except I had a different name for it because I had a fake name that I used, and nobody's figured out what that name is yet, and we'll keep that a secret. When I... um would close out every single show with this song. It was a 45 by Pebbles and Bam Bam, which is a great, great closing show, and it almost kind of ties into Easter, which is coming next week. This is Pebbles and Bam Bam for Joe Barbera's birthday with Open Up Your Heart and Let the Sun Shine In. Good night, everybody. This has been Anything Anything. I'm Rich Russo.
Just try 